0: Welcome to Ed Saucedo's Road to Greatness podcast. Here, you'll gain confidence from those who have already succeeded in entrepreneurship, personal development, investing, and personal finance. In addition, follow Ed's journey as he develops on his road to greatness. Now, your host, Ed Two Three, two, one. What is going on guys? Welcome into Ed SoSil's Road to Greatness Podcast. And today I am thrilled to bring in Vince Reed um, for an interview and I think he's got a lot of great value to add to you guys. So uh Vince is very, very passionate about traveling around the world and you know he's done a lot of great things around around the world, traveling worldwide, so you know, i just like to start it off by, you know, how did you kind of get into traveling and what made you find that passion of yours? My father
1: is from America, but from a very young age, both of them had already lived abroad before outside of their home countries. And I was, again, very fortunate enough to have traveled with them from a young age, going to Ireland it's, to see my family over there. So immediately I was... I already was used to kind of traveling and going through airports and on airplanes. And and it was always an incredible experience being able to leave my home in the United States and go to kind of a second home in Ireland. And uh, so that was, again, that's kind of where it probably, the seed was planted with me was uh, hopping on a plane and going on the other side of the world, basically, to go see some family, Um, but again, you know, just, Adding on to that, and it kind of, kind of snowballed into both of them. And like I said, they both lived abroad and taught abroad. Um, so I ended up, long story short, I ended up studying abroad when I was in university. I studied in, in Spain, and I ended up teaching English after that. When I graduated university, I ended up going to China to go teach English, and which is what both of my parents did, by the way. That's why they were. That's how they turned into expats. Um, and again, I was just installed in these. This belief that you know traveling is is education traveling is is it's just it's just an incredible way to learn about yourself to learn about the world to learn about a different language a different culture different food different people and for me traveling is my life it, it's absolutely something that I'm very passionate about and it's something that I try to you know there's so many people who, who travel these days and it makes me so happy to see people going around the world whether it's in a backpack or in a, a van or On buses or trains or you know seeing different places and Experiencing different things and going to places that I want to go to or maybe it's places that I've already been to and it's It's refreshing, you know, Uh, we live in such a small world now uh, And it's such it's I don't want to say it's easy to travel but we have the accessibility we have a lot of people have the luxury now to travel like never before and It's an incredible thing, you know, again, I'm very passionate about what I do and luckily you know, what I do has allowed me to travel a little bit more. And that's basically why I do what I do is to kind of open up some location freedom and some, uh, some time freedom as well. And it's allowed me to do what I'm passionate about, which is to, to see new places and, and travel around the world and, and spread that message and spread that value and share some stories. And, and hopefully people get some sort of, uh, good value from it, good feeling from it. And and that's all I want to do, you know, and I'm going to, you know, ultimately it makes me happy. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to do what makes me happy. So, uh, but yeah, man, that's a, that's a good question. Again, I could I could talk a lot about that particular subject, and I don't wanna I don't wanna go off on any sort of tangent. But uh, but yeah, man, I hope that kind of answered it a bit. Yeah, no, no, that
0: got it for sure. Um, something I wanna dive into is kind of how you know you obviously grew up in the U.S. and you had to overcome a fear. Of, you know going to someplace new where you know you know very little people maybe nobody um, and you're gonna start your your life you know basically from zero and you know you're gonna go over there and live there and you know there's a lot of people that live in their current situation and are so scared to get out of that life that they have because you know they just they're just fearful they they have fear so how did you What's your mindset with getting, you know, fearless, and to where you just go and you know you you jump the wall and you go do whatever you want to do? Man, that's
1: an awesome question, Ed. Uh, I mean, first of all, you know, fear is such a broad subject, and it's something that I that I do like to talk about because, you know, no one is no one is fearless. You know, we all, whether we believe it or not, whether we realize it or not, whether we like it or not, everybody has a fear of something. Um, if someone says that they don't fear anything, they they either don't know what they're talking about, or they're not, or they haven't really been anywhere, they haven't really done anything that's really stimulated any sort of emotion regarding fear. And that's not a knock. That's just saying that's a it's a normal, common feeling and, and situation to be in is to be fearful of something, whether it's of flying, whether it's of sharks, whether it's of swimming, whether it's of broccoli. I mean, there's any number of different things on any different scale, but me like i'm i'm a big believer i'm a big preacher in you know getting out of that comfort zone and it maybe is a little bit easier said than done and again i started at a young age as far as traveling and going to new places and not knowing anyone and multiple times i have moved to different countries and not known anybody um and it's something that i kind of thrive on now and I, I love doing it it's, it's it's something that really gets me going and it's it's a challenge, but it's something that I, I take head on, I take full on, and I, I like to do it because it's it's not, a, I mean, it is a bit of a fear for me still, but fear ultimately is, you know, I don't know who said this, I'm not sure if it was Napoleon Hill, or. but it's false evidence appearing real. It's kind of an acronym that can break it down, and there's any number of acronyms that you can use to describe fear, but normally fear is something that it's all in your head. And you mentioned mindset, and that's a great, great point. And mindset is something I've really been working on the last few months within my business, working online with the community that I work with. And it's something I didn't really take seriously until a few months ago, was personal development and mindset and your thoughts and your, you know, your subconscious and your conscious beliefs and thoughts and where those come from and how they're triggered and how you can reprogram your thoughts and getting yourself to to get over that fear of flying or get over that fear of swimming or whatever it is. And, and obviously that fear is just one thing. I mean, you can talk about anxiety, you can talk about stress, you can talk about your job and your work and mindset has everything to do with everything. You know, mindset is such a valuable, essential, critical tool and, and something that we all need to be aware of and conscious of is, is our, our thoughts, what's going on in our head what we're thinking every day, you know, the average person has about 17 to 20,000 thoughts go through their head every day. And it's so easy to get overwhelmed. It's so easy to to become fearful of something that there's really no reason to be fearful of it, Um, whether it's swimming. And again, it's easier said than done. And this kind of loops back, like ultimately at the end of the day, to get over a particular fear, whether it's skydiving, whether it's alligators, whether it's eating that green bean, you just have to do it. And, you know, you hear it a lot and whether you see it with Nike or whatever the case is, but just doing it is the best way to get over your fear. Um, again, I had a fear of starting an online business. I had a fear of moving to Vietnam, not knowing anyone. I had a fear of stepping into a classroom in front of 20 kids. My very first time teaching English. I had a fear of doing so many different things. But guess what? I did it and you and any you can do it as well and again it doesn't we're all in different situations with different types of fears and emotions and uh and backgrounds and you know we have different fears you know for someone it might just be a fear of of getting on a school bus it might just be a fear of stepping outside into the sunlight i don't, I don't know but ultimately you just have to do it and again those are i know those are words and it's easy to just say things but you know, it's something that I, I practice what I preach. I don't just say it. I, I go out and, and I've taken action and I and I've done certain things and and it, and it starts with just doing it. Uh, it starts with taking action and putting that first foot forward and baby steps, little by little, step by step. Whatever the case is, you you just have to do it. Um, and I hope I hope you got some value from that because again, it's an easy answer. You know, just do it. But potentially, it can be a very easy solution. And then once you start doing whatever that you know, whatever that activity or whatever that thing that you were afraid of or fearful of, you then look back and think, man, that would that wasn't really that bad at all. Whether it's walking outside, getting on a bus or flying for the first time and you realize, man, okay, I can do this. And you, and you get that. And that's a whole nother conversation is getting that boost of confidence, getting that, that comfort level of like, man, okay, I can do this. And it's massive for your mindset. And, uh, again, I, Stop me or forgive me if I go on a little bit long. Sometimes I, 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 I am quite passionate about certain things. But, uh, no, no, I totally get I, it. No, it's, you know, passion is what we want here on this podcast. So keep going. Awesome. Well, no, I'll I'll leave it at that. Uh, you can you can expand on that or piggyback something on top of that. But I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But ultimately, it just comes down to to taking the action, preparing yourself, uh, making that jump, taking that leap, and learning on the way down. And that's something I've learned as an entrepreneur over the last years. You know, basically the definition of an entrepreneur is someone who makes something out of nothing, you know, jumping off of a cliff and building a bridge on the way down. And a lot of that has to do with fear and has to do with not knowing what I'm doing. Um, But ultimately, you've got to start somewhere and starting from zero is, you know, that we all start from zero. Whether it's Warren Buffett, whether it's uh, Bill Gates, whether it's Michael Jordan, whoever, whatever comparison, whatever analogy you want to make, everyone starts from scratch, everyone starts from zero. Um, and yeah, you've just got to do it. You got to take action and, and overcome those fears and and look at it straight in the face
0: and say, all right, I'm going to do this, you know? So, yeah, totally agree with that. Um, just out of curiosity, have you moved to a specific country and not known the language, like the primary language spoken in that country? Or, Or do you usually go into a country and have a general idea of, you know the language that they speak there yeah that's a
1: good question and yeah twice i have moved to a country and relocated to a country and not known a single word of the language other than maybe hello wow um, yeah so china was the first one when i was 22 just fresh out of college i uh, went to go teach english my dad challenged me to go to china to teach as opposed to somewhere like spain where i did know the language and it was going to be a bit more familiar and an easy transition for me And he knew probably, you know, and I can talk with him about this, but he knew, look, I'm going to, I want to challenge my son to go somewhere where he doesn't know the language. He doesn't know the people. He doesn't know any of the the things that you kind of would like to know jumping into a situation like that. But so yeah, China, I didn't know the language. And then when I came to Vietnam almost three years ago, I did not know the language. I mean, at all. And I, I hate to say it, but three years later, I'm still, I still struggle with the language and Chinese. I was only there for a year and both of which, obviously, are very difficult to learn and pick up on, uh, but but yeah, you know that's and that's all part of it. That's all part of getting out of that bubble, getting out of that comfort zone. Is is learning little things, learning how to communicate through body language, through facial expressions, through uh, doing a little charade, doing a dance. You know, whether you know when you're hungry, you know you figure out how to, to get your point across when you're hungry, um, even if you can't say any sort of food, any any sort of vocabulary regarding. You know, whatever you want to eat, but when you're hungry, you figure it out so uh, but yeah, you know, um yeah, and it's that's
0: yeah, I hope that yeah, hope yeah. That. um no that's that's a great you know that's a great kind of piggyback to what I want to go into, and that's you know there's a lot of people listening to this podcast that are scared to go join a gym because they haven't worked out in three or more years, that they're scared to you know, try a yoga class because they don't know what it'll be like. Um, They're scared to, you know, shake somebody's hand and meet them because they don't know what will happen. They feel like they're, they might be socially awkward or anything like that. But, you know, there's people out there that are moving to different countries, not knowing a single word of the language, knowing nobody there and find a way to get it done. So, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot about perspective. I, I love talking about you know how we perceive things and the big impact that can make on our lives and that's a, that's a big thing is when you look at it to where you know somebody else always um, has done something more difficult than you and you're a great example that for our listeners that you know joining a new gym isn't that hard you know as <laughs> as you may think or trying uh, that yoga class because Good things happen once you go and do it, just like you said. You know, if you go and do it, like good things are going to happen. And, like you said, if there's a will, there's a way. So, if you're hungry, you're going to find a way to get it done. Um,
1: absolutely, man. Could not agree more. And one thing I like to remind myself, and I was told by this by a mentor of mine a few months ago, and in some of these situations that you're mentioning, whether it's a gym, whether it's meeting someone for the first time, whether it's traveling moving to a new country uh, any number of different situations but and he told me and again you could you could use this for anything whether it's you potentially wanting to quit your job or go travel the world or open a restaurant or like you said going to the gym you know what's and he put it to me very bluntly and very directly and it really kind of hit me like if, if you're serious about making some sort of change you know and, and doing something with your life that's going to be productive and it's going to be positive and it's going to benefit you and your family and your future what's the alternative? You know, what is the alternative? If you don't go to the gym, how how is that going to benefit you? You're going to continue to sit at home. You're going to continue to mope around and be negative and, and complain about you not going to the gym. You're going to complain about how your body's not where it wants to be. You're going to complain about, oh, where are my abs? Why don't I have muscles? Why don't I have stamina? Why don't I have this and that? And you're going to continue to dig this hole. So it's like, that's the alternative. So it's either you take one step forward, and again I'm not ta- I'm not saying to go in there and, and immediately start bench pressing you know 400 pounds. That's not going to happen. Um, but like you said, you you taking action is such a it, it's it's the first it's the critical simple first step. You know, is just walking into that gym, introducing yourself, saying, "Hey, I hadn't been to a gym in three years, but you know what? I'm here and, and having no fear of just." showing up and starting again from ground zero. And, and it's like, all right, I'm going to start benching the bar, but it's like, you got to start somewhere. And then the next day you're going to, you're going to bump it up to whatever it is. Um, you know, you're going to add 10 or 20 pounds and then slowly you build it up. And but it's like, what's the alternative, you know, as far as going to travel the world and going to move to a different country, you know, what's the alternative, you sitting at home, staying in your bubble, hang out with your same friends, sticking with your same, your same job, you know, being somewhere where you're not necessarily happy, that's the alternative. So it's, it's like you either choose that to stay in that wheel, to stay in that cycle of, of uh, it sound, what it sounds like is negativity and fear and, and, and which is a horrible place to be of just not taking any action, not doing anything simply because of opinions or criticism or fear or any number of things. But then it's like, that's the alternative. So you know, take your pick you know, make a choice and it's going to be for yourself. And again, it's baby steps. It's little by little, but in order to, to make baby steps and to progress, you have to make the first step. You have to put that first foot forward. And yeah, you know, it's so it, for all those listeners out there who are, who are on the fence about doing whatever it is, whether it's applying to a certain school, whether it's, opening up, a, you know, starting a business, going to a gym for the first time, whether it's the first time in a few years or the first time ever, you know, what is the alternative? So just always remember that. Like, what's, you know, what's the alternative? It's either you do this or, or you stay stuck or you stay in that, that situation of, of doing something that you probably are not going to like doing and you're not going to like the results. And so, yeah, if, if that, I hope that gave some value. I hope you guys understood that. I hope that makes sense
0: yeah 100% and you know one thing that i always like to say about you know making decisions is not not only like what's the alternative but for me the, what i've noticed out of a lot of successful people is that they're not scared to fail they're more scared not to try and exactly the, you know you know having that feeling of man i never tried this thing and i'll never know what happened because I I never tried it. You know, that feeling is a terrible feeling to have both that I don't want to feel and that I've seen a lot of successful people never want to have that feeling. So they go out and try new things because they would rather fail than wonder, you know, what would happen if I tried this thing. Um, So yeah, I totally, totally agree with what you said. Um, But now I want to kind of pivot over to what you you know your online businesses and if you can talk a little bit more about that
1: okay sure and yeah to, to backtrack a little bit i like what you said there with when you were talking about successful people and their certain habits and i'm reading thinking grow rich right now by napoleon hill and one thing that stuck out that stood out with me and he's mentioned it multiple times is that he has noticed and he you know he spent over you know Two to three decades studying successful people and interviewing successful people everyone from uh ford and rockefeller and edison and carnegie and and he noticed that successful people make decisions promptly very quickly and then they they figure it out later they they possibly change their mind and they and they figure things out a little bit slower later but they make that initial decision very quickly people who are unsuccessful who are not where they want to be takes them forever to make a decision. It takes them very long to make a decision. And then when they do make the decision, they then change their mind very quickly about whatever it is. And they, and they flip flop and they go back and forth and they, they make quick snap judgments and quick decisions later on after they make that slow initial decision. Successful people, they make a quick decision to decide whatever they're gonna do, whether it's business, whether it's money or whatever the case is. They make that quick decision to, to do it, to take the action, to take the jump, And then afterwards, then they start to adjust and to adapt and to learn and to change things a little bit slower and figure things out. And like I said, to then, whether they're an entrepreneur, they're going to just, they're going to build later on and they they figure it out after. Um, So I just wanted to mention that. Um, And I would recommend Think and Grow Rich to any of your listeners out there. I'm sure you have read it, Ed. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you have not, I highly recommend it. But it's a book, it doesn't really matter what age you are, it can get a bit intense, it can get a bit uh, articulate and wordy and a bit um, advanced for maybe possibly some of your listeners, I'm not sure. But it's something that I think everyone should read at some point in their life, uh, whether they're in school, whether they're out of school, whether they're studying, uh, whether they are working, wherever they are in their life, I think it's a fabulous book. They get some great insight on kind of how to be successful, uh, how to kind of, channel your thoughts and your desires and your goals into the physical equivalent and in this case it's it's money obviously he's wanting to get you to translate to convert these desires and these these passions into the monetary equivalent um, anyway yeah I went off there for a minute but uh yeah I guess if you wanted me to touch a little bit of my business I can absolutely do that uh, so basically I'm not gonna I don't want to really dive into it um, I've only got about 15 minutes left but and forgive me if uh, stop me if I'm if you feel like I'm going overboard or if you feel like it's uh, <laughs> if I'm spilling out too much. Yeah, no uh, worries, I'll,
0: no worries. I'll
1: tell you kind of. I mean, I'll try to keep it short and sweet. But basically, about a year ago, I was I found through an advertisement on Facebook a girl who was basically offering me an opportunity to start to work online. And I was in a situation with my teaching and where I was, and she was also a teacher, and she's now my mentor. She was a teacher and a teacher. And she was in kind of the same boat as I was, and, and I was in a situation that I wasn't necessarily happy. And again, I, I had to take action. I knew something had to change. I wanted to do something else. I wanted to open something up to allow myself to travel, to gain some freedom back, and, and I would make a little money and, and help some people and help myself. And I was introduced to this community it's global community online, and we're all kind of digital nomads, aspiring entrepreneurs. Some of whom are teachers, engineers, uh, full-time travelers, uh, full-time workers. Whether they're engineers, police officers, and we're all over the world. There's almost 2,000 of us, and we all work from a education platform. And it works primarily on social. Well, it's it is all on social media. Uh, the global community group is on Facebook, and it's called CEO Movement. And it's the community of entrepreneurs online is what the CEO stands for. And like I said, there's about 2000 of us and it's basically opened my eyes to the world of not only business online, obviously online and, and a bit offline as well, but it's introduced me to the world of business using social media, using something that we use every single day, something that's in the palm of your hand right now probably or up in your ear or you're, you're on it right now. And, It gave me a totally new perspective on on how to monetize social media, and it works through marketing and advertising, something that whether you realize it or not, you do every single day. Sales, marketing, advertising, we as individuals, doesn't matter where you are in the world, Like you market something every day, you sell something every day, and you advertise something every single day. Um, if you, I mean, if you don't, I guess you just stay in the house all day in bed and that's okay. But ultimately, I mean, inevitably you're going to sell something every single day, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a movie, whether it's, uh, your homework, whether it's your, your, your story yourself, you know, and that's, and that kind of plays into marketing and advertising as well. But, and and so, yeah, now I'm, I'm working with this community of people and, and we have products that we work with. We have business models that we work with that are absolutely incredible. And again, I joined about a year ago and it's been nothing short of the most learning, the most educational, informative, valuable year of my life uh, this past year in joining this community online. And again, we're, we're global. Uh, I was actually at an event in October in Barcelona where I got to meet about 200 of them, people that I'd only met online before. And I got to go to an event in Barcelona, Spain and, and meet 200 of these other entrepreneurs. And we all came together for workshops, for uh, some trainings, for some speaker sessions, um, for some motivational things. And it was absolutely incredible. And it really kind of solidified in my mind that this is where I want to be. I want to be with people who are positive, people who are like-minded, people who are open-minded and, and ambitious. And, and again, positive and, and people who, who value friendships, who value, uh, helping people who value working on themselves, working on their mindset. And again, because of this community, I was introduced not only to business and and making money online and, and affiliate marketing and network marketing. And that's, that was, that's kind of on the surface, but diving deeper, I was introduced to mindset. And how to work on myself, how to improve myself, and that's something that I will never take for granted. It's something that I will never regret is is like in order to you know before you go off and set, set off to improve the world or and you know set off to improve your business or and you know become a boss, become a CEO, become a baseball player, you've got to improve yourself. You have got to start with yourself. You've got to look yourself in the mirror, and we all need a little bit of help with our mindset. I don't care who you are, even Tony Robbins, even the greatest motivational thinkers, the greatest entrepreneurs it could be Gary Robbins. It could be Grant Cardone. It could be uh, Tony Robbins, Gary Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Gary Vee, whoever it is. They, they, even them, they, they have to work on their mindset day in and day out. And it's extremely, extremely vital to remember that is that mindset is always going to be number one. You know, in order to love yourself, in order to love others, in order to be passionate, in order to ignite that fire with whatever you're doing—again, uh, job, school, a sport, a business, uh, a relationship—you you have to you have to improve yourself. And when I say improve yourself, I'm mainly just talking about your your mind, your head, your headspace, your frame of mind, your state of mind. What you know, however you want to phrase it, but it starts with you and again, this online community, and again, I kind of went off there again, but this community introduced me to that and because in order to run a business, in order to become a entrepreneur, you have to have the right frame of mind. You have to be, you have to develop tough skin, thick skin. You have to be able to take a lot of criticism, whether it's from family and friends or whether it's from random online strangers, you have to develop um, this kind of shell that's going to protect you mentally and emotionally from outside people who are going to criticize what you're doing, who are going to judge what you're doing, who are going to put you down, who are going to uh, try to degrade you and try to um, bring you down to their level, which is probably coming from a place of anger or jealousy or negativity. And having that mindset and personal development, like I said, I didn't take it seriously. And now it's something that I focus on every single day. It's part of my morning routine, reading and writing and my goals and my gratitude, my affirmations. And meditating, that's something that I do every single day now. And when I don't do it, I feel it's almost like walking out of the house naked. I feel something's missing here, something's wrong. And it's like, oh, I didn't read my ten pages or I didn't uh I didn't do my thirty minute workout or I didn't write down my gratitude for the day. And that's again, without this community of entrepreneurs, without this this incredible community of people that I joined about a year ago, it I don't know where I'd be. I mean I, I would still be probably watching Netflix, I'd still be waking up late, possibly hungover, planning for some classes. I wouldn't have any sort of direction. And so, yeah, again, I went off a little bit there. Uh, I'd be happy to kind of provide any sort of links or some videos or some introduction videos for anyone who's actually interested in potentially uh, becoming an entrepreneur. If they have any interest at all in in online business or business in in general, I'd be happy to get in contact with that person I'm assuming maybe you'll drop some information uh, wherever you put this podcast, but I'd be happy to, to have people reach out to me wherever you are, um, whatever phase in life you're at. Um, I'd be happy to kind of share any more ideas and advice and, and what I do and, and discuss anyone's situation. I'd be happy, happy, happy to, to, to do that. Um, obviously through this podcast, but, but even on an individual personal level outside of this podcast, I'd be more than happy to, to help anyone out to just, offer my input and my opinion. And, and yeah, man, I hope again, I know I kind of went off there, but this is again, my business is something that now I'm very passionate about as well. So I could easily go on and on and on. And I haven't even touched on like obviously the actual marketing and business and product side of it. But again, I'll, I'll leave that for another day.
0: No. Yeah. I I love the passion you have. Um, it's clear to me that you're on the right track. You know, there's a lot of people that are kind of lost in life, but just hearing, you know, your journey and what you've done and how you feel about it right now um it's very clear to me that you know you're doing what you love you're passionate about what you do and that's really at the end of the day what we live life for you know we want to live life to be passionate about what we do and and love what we do um right but no i i know we're kind of wondering running out of time here but um who just out of curiosity do, who do you do you, like, do you consume content online from certain people? I know you mentioned a couple names, Gary V, Tony Robbins. Um, do you mainly consume, you know, content online from people like that, or do you mainly more learn towards that group you're talking about online?
1: Uh, great question. Um, you know, I like to. I don't like to use that word consume. Uh, but for this purpose, I will refer to it as consuming content. I, I like to prefer, I like to look at it as I'm more of a creator than a consumer, but I, I know where you're coming from. I know what you mean. Um, but as far as people who I follow and, uh, and study and quote unquote look up to, uh, like I said, I did mention kind of some entrepreneurial type idols. Um, Gary Vee is someone I do follow quite, um, frequently. Uh, but ultimately, whoever you follow, whether it's one person, whether it's a hundred people, whether it's a thousand people, now I would advise to keep your number of people that you follow and that you kind of study and and shadow, if you will. I would I would advise keeping that number relatively low, because the more people that you follow, you know, people like Gary Vee. I mean, he he's almost the exact opposite of someone like Tony Robbins or, or Grant Cardone. They all have their own path. They all have their own method and and way of communicating and of motivating and of you know the subjects and the things that they talk about are all very different. Um, so it's important to find someone and follow someone who you can relate to. You know their journey. You whether you've been following them for a while or whether you started yesterday. Just find someone who you can relate to their voice. You can relate to their story, and someone who most importantly is just going to be positive. And this is again, something that I did about a year ago is I stopped watching Netflix. I stopped following a lot of stupid, uh, whether it's any sort of memes or these things on Instagram or on Facebook. I, I cut out people in my life uh, on my feed and my friends list, on my followers list that that had no uh, relevance to me anymore, that had no, they were not providing any sort of positivity to me. They were not, um, they're not part of my, circle. They're not people who I really talk to anymore. There's no need in having them around anymore, really. And I know that sounds harsh, but you have to kind of you have to take that. You have to make that decision like, look, Sally over here has she hasn't really done anything for me over the last 10 years. She's not active on Facebook. She doesn't talk about anything. She doesn't. I don't even really know who she is. I don't know where she is. She's not doing anything for me. So there is no. And again, that, that's kind of getting off point. But you've got to follow people and and keep up with people who are going to feed you with inspiration and motivation and positivity. Uh, Because if you continue to follow people who are, maybe they're flashing cars or money, or maybe they're talking about girls or talking about going out and partying or talking about something that's very irrelevant, things that are are only going to kind of uh, bring you down or things that are depreciating or things that are just... Uh, assets and not necessarily, you know, or, or not assets, liabilities—things that are not going to really do anything for yourself, for your future, for your uh, for your mindset. Again, going back to that, you need to just cut them off. You need to you need to stop following them. You need and you need to find people who are going to lift you up. And every single day, they're going to provide value and provide positivity. And again, that's also what my community provides. Is if I'm having a tough day. I basically just go into my group or go in, you know, there's multiple group chats that I have with my team and people that I work with. And I, I'm motivated right when I open up the chat and seeing messages from, from last night or seeing a post from this morning and, and seeing that it's mainly just that positivity and, and that willingness to, to be open and to, to want to learn. And and I immediately just get turned on and get this light goes off. Like, man, this, I mean, this is great. Like I'm immediately like, lift it up and I'm on this like cloud nine sort of uh, feeling and it's and you need to find people that that are going to do that who are going to feed you with positive information because again consume is a very dangerous thing and it's a very you can really get sucked into a tough tough situation it's like again like social media is it's an incredible tool but you need to be careful on you controlling the phone not the phone controlling you and it's again easier said than done but it takes it takes steps it takes hard decisions it takes being blunt with people and being blunt with yourself and and yeah so i hope that answered it i didn't i don't want to go in particular in any sort of names that i follow but i I guess i wanted to just kind of put that out there that like no matter who you follow and who you keep up with it needs to be people who are who are productive who are positive who are providing something for you that is going to do something good for you and yourself Uh, because it's so easy to follow people and and get caught up with these groups and these memes and these or even just these so-called friends people on Facebook these connections that you can just you get sucked into the news feed and you just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and you look up three hours later and what have you done you've done you've done absolutely nothing uh, and it goes for Instagram as well. So like I said, that's where I was cautious with the word consume, but I, I know exactly where you're coming from. So anyway, I hope that answered the question. Uh, but I'd like to just keep it with positivity and, and love and happiness and opportunity and growth. That's where you need to have your mind. That's where your head needs to be. That's where your eyes need to be scrolling through is those types of posts, those types of people on social media, you know?
0: Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that, you know, finding that middle ground is, you know, ideal, you know, not following too many people to where, you know, you, you, you get overwhelmed in the information that you're learning, but then also not just following one person because there's more out there to learn from than just one person. So finding that middle ground is really important. Um, I know we're going a little bit over here, so I want to wrap the podcast up. Um, But if you could leave the, if you could leave the listeners with one last thing, you know, it can be a favorite quote It can be something, you know, you heard, it can be your life motto, whatever you, whatever you want to leave the listeners with, um, what would it be?
1: (laughs) That's good, man. I like that. Um, Well, one of the quotes that I really like that I like to stick with and I like to bring up every now and then remind myself of is just make life happen. You know, don't sit back. uh, And it goes back to just making decisions, jumping out of that airplane, uh, cutting, cutting loose that rope and just. Just go out and do it, you know, take action, make a decision and and learn along the way. Uh, Just make it happen Uh, one way or another. There is no, you know, there's no failing. You know, failing is not doing anything. Failing is not taking action. Failing is not stepping into that gym, not opening that restaurant, not applying for that class, not asking out that girl or guy. That's failing, you know, but in order to progress and in order to be successful, you have to just take that first step and make it happen.
0: Thanks for listening to Ed Saucedo's Road to Greatness podcast. Follow the journey and connect with Ed at edsaucedo.com. See you next time.